Hello and welcome to Wild Women, the Wild Swimming Podcast. I'm Laura MacDonald. How are you? I'm delighted to be back in your lovely ears and more delighted still because I have accidentally managed to make plans for our first family adventure of the year and it's really lifted my mood. Just knowing that we have something holiday-ish already in the calendar has really perked me up. Especially as it won't involve any long drives, there will be beaches and I will get to subject my family to a couple of hike and swim trips which I will sell to them as a lovely family picnic. No, 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 I'm just taking it towel as backup. You know, just in case. Am I wicked? Well, I knew you lot would be on my side. Today I'm chatting with lovely Rob Gray, the creative mind behind the Wild Swim app. But before we get to that, let's chat Podman and share out the jobs equally among the class. If you are into social media, then please follow at Wild Women Pod on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. That way you can see what I'm up to, check out our lovely Wild Women guests and get in touch to say hi and tell me what is going on in your corner of the wild swimming world. One person who did just that was the Chili Chili Dip who messaged me on Instagram to say that they are organising a series of fundraising swim events for the Ukraine crisis and they are looking for swimmers who want to organise their own Chili Chili Dip for the Red Cross Ukraine appeal. What that's going to involve for you is getting together with your mates to get cold eat delicious chilli and raise money while doing so. If that sounds like your kind of day out, then you can check out at Chili Chili Dip on Instagram. That's chilli with a Y, then chilli with an I, dip. Right, so let's get stuck in. Today we are talking tech and how it might help and inform wild swimmers. The Wild Swim app was created by Rob Gray and before I have an atter with him, I have actually played around with the app just to see what was involved. It's basically a community-led swim spot library that allows users to search for new swim spots and contribute their own local favourites with plenty of details about the little things that matter. Like, where do you actually get in and is there a loo nearby? I had to go and contributed my regular sea swim spot at Lunderston Bay near Guruk. It took me about five minutes and it's very easy to do. And the extra information that is then attached to the description I wrote, like the current weather and tides, is really helpful and easy to find so that I now just use the app to check on the conditions for my own swim spot before I set off, which isn't a use that I had foreseen, if I'm honest, and I'm quite tickled with it. Rob is so keen to get people out swimming and sharing their swim spot knowledge, whilst also being respectful and offering many well-presented and educational nudges. We chat all things safety messaging, asking smart people all of the questions, and what direction this smart little collection of data might take next. Can you say your name nice and clearly for me? Rob Gray. And are you a dipper, a swimbler, a serious swimmer, or an athlete? It's not very often I get to call myself an athlete, but if that describes the type of person who likes going on long swims, that would probably be me. Fantastic. Yeah, so how so long are we talking? Not like crazy distances, but I do like going to the lakes and doing a couple of thousand metres, for example. That would... That'd, that'd be a good swim for me. Okay. And how did you get started swimming outdoors? So I've, I've always done like triathlon and so when lockdown hits, uh, I, I primarily did running and cycling, but I really started getting into open water swimming. So it was, it was kind of the catalyst for the app was me getting into 
uh, the sport or pastime or lifestyle, whatever we want to call it. And uh, yeah, I just started trying to find lakes by me where I could just get into the open water and start swimming, swimming outdoors. So I'd say for the last couple of years, I've been getting into it quite, quite seriously. How does that kind of look for you? How does uh, uh, how do you fit your swims into your week? Or- so d- during the winter, I generally just go down to my local lakes and have and have a dip, like no wetsuit dip, just to experience the cold water. Um, but from like springtime, I'll be getting back into the lake and going on those those longer longer swims again, face down, few thousand meters. So I'd say like throughout the winter, it's more the sensation of getting into the cold that I enjoy. Uh, as it warms up a bit, uh, my face isn't so numb. <laughs> I'll start doing the lot of the longer swims. <laughs> so, and in terms of like right now, every week or so, I'll go down to my local lake just for the experience of getting getting cold. Um, when it warms up, I'll go a couple of times a week and do do the longer swims. Fantastic. Um, whereabouts are you based? I'm in the Midlands, a place oh. called Sutton Coldfield, just outside Birmingham. So where did you get the idea for the Wild Swimming app then? So a couple of years ago when I was trying to really get into outdoor swimming, I was trying to find decent swim spots where you can do a bit of a, a bit of a longer swim. And I found myself uh, a place called Swan Pool. Uh, it's just outside Birmingham. And it was it's a, it's a big expanse of water, but I was unsure whether you could legally swim there whether it's safe to swim there what what the what the kind of risks were uh, but me, a friend, me and a friend went down there had a good swim and it was all fine but when when I left the water I noticed like a triathlon group turned up so it was like a regular swim spot for them but aside from that there was council warnings up to say do not swim there were like watch out for blue green algae which I know is seasonal so it could could be legitimate but there was no real resource around finding a swim spot and people being able to add to that like a community driven app for adding locations adding safety information and then connecting with people that potentially swim there or if you're unsure about going swimming there then asking the question because as as somebody that was entering into open water swimming as a as a participant not, not a professional there's a nervousness there of getting into a body of water and you want to be assured that you have all the information available to you that you possibly uh, can do so although um you know we took out precautions with our you know toe flows didn't go too far etc cetera, etc cetera, i would have liked the assurance of more information and potentially not have even entered that that water in, in, in general so it was really that that kind of set me off on the mission to create a, a place to, to pull all this information together. So the, the mission behind the app is to discover a place to swim anywhere in the world, whilst both, keeping it both safe for people and safe for the environment as well. And I've kind of developed features on the discover safety and environment side. That's that's where it came from. That's the, the mission. As you Fantastic. Are. What kind of uptake and reaction have you had from the wild swimming community? Because I know there can be a little bit of resistance to the idea of sharing swim spots. We've had, I put it online, I didn't really advertise uh, the app uh, very much. I think I put a a couple of adverts on Facebook and a couple of tenors here and there just to kind of say we're we're here now. 
But we've had thousands of people sign up now. There's thousands of people on the app. Not tens of thousands yet, but there's, there's thousands. And that's in the UK, Ireland, uh, America, Beirut, France, Spain, South Africa, Australia. Yeah, so quite a few, a lot, a lot of different places. And the, the majority of people are in the UK and Ireland because it's where the majority of the swim spots are. So if you come to the app um, from South Africa, you might find, like, I wanted to find swim spots and there's nothing really, really on here. So letting people sign up and add locations in, in all, all areas of the world, but like 95% of people are from uh, the UK and Ireland uh, and it's, it's growing fast and, and people are adding uh, new locations. What, what a lot of people have fed back positively is that when they now travel restrictions are easing up a little bit and they want to travel around, it's a good resource for them just to find a new adventure, find a new place to swim and uh, just get out there and enjoy it. That's what we're all looking for, I suppose. It's exactly. And, and uh, on the backlash uh, question uh, you mentioned there, I think like, you know, if there's a private place where you want to go swimming, obviously don't, don't add it to the app. But there's also some concerns around, um, you know, it's environmentally sensitive uh, areas with, with, with swimming. So I've been working with the RSPB actually in, in Scotland just to kind of put some material on there around um, ecologically sensitive areas around around the lock. So we've got some information being added to the app on that. Um, you can raise alerts on the application for say like algae blooms, jellyfish, riptides, uh, any, anything like that. But we're adding wildlife warnings as well to particular areas, particularly, you know, seasonal nesting seasons around the locks for, for the RSPB. And we're, we're working with the Ocean Generation as well, which is a, an educational charity focused primarily in schools, but they produce a lot of uh, fantastic material, including doc- documentaries on on Netflix around protecting the oceans and the best way to to go about that. So uh, my background is uh, environmental science, but I'm really leaning on the professionals to help send the right messages uh, around the environment and and looking after uh, natural world. How did you go about developing the app once you had the the idea for it? I, I've developed uh, apps mainly for um, telemedicine for the last uh, 10, 10 years so for, for cancer research and uh, connecting with medical professionals online so I've got a kind of a technical background for for that um, and my background from environmental science helps with uh, a lot of the geographic uh, stuff on there and the, the forecasting information if you go to any uh, marine location for example it will connect you to the North Atlantic Oceanic Administration, which will pull in all of the waves, swell, wind speed, wind direction, all of the tides. Uh, so all that information kind of pulled in. And over time, I want to build some intelligence on that specifically for sw- swimming. So you've probably seen apps that will give you like a surf rating, for example, if you're going surfing. How glassy are the waves? How big are they? You know, should you uh, not be going in? That that will be added for, for swimming over time as as well so the data is there and you can read the forecast but it'll be more informed over time as it gets uh more more intelligent it's 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 incredibly complex more so on the lakes and the rivers though because the, the whole landscape and aspect of the surrounding land with lakes makes it incredibly difficult to assess the chop you know there's so much geographical variables there that that make it really really difficult but what I've started with is um, there's real-time weather data there for any any location that 
that you add. And that, that's kind of the added value. If you do add a location, if you just want to use it as a daily forecast when you go and swim, that's, that's what it's there uh, to do as well. But I want to improve the lake forecasting over time as well because that's that's quite new and then on the rivers which is just a, a minefield of geography complexity I'll, i'd really like to do more on the um the water quality because you know we've seen, seen all the, the devastating uh, like sewage issues that we have at, at the moment and um i want to do something there i any any location that's a bathing water whether that's coastal or some of the new um river bathing waters that, that we have uh, it does link you to the environment agency's bathing water page so you can look at the the water quality but it's, there's so much to do but I'd, I'd like to integrate that a little bit more so it's it's easier to assess that the water conditions but um so complex particularly when you deviate away from a environment agency site which you know majority of swim spots are not bathing water sites like you know solving that problem is, is really challenging so where the app comes into its own is the ability to share local information like local is 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 the key here so if, if people have information on a land access issue environmentally sensitive area or any sort of hazard they can add it to that location so that people can be safer and maybe not even go you know, it's better that the swim spots on there and says, do not go here rather than like I did back a couple of years ago, just foolishly trying out uh, a local lake. So, yeah, just really trying to pull it all together. So it's a, a resource that people can just use and it'll grow over time. It's an impressive resource, the amount of information that is available. Yeah, there's like people have added. I mean, there's there's thousands of swim spots on there now that people about it so sometimes i some information i've pulled in from the environment agency but majority of that has been added by the community which is great like people you know people are really willing to to share because i guess if if people are sharing in their area and others are doing the same in, in theirs then it just allows you to kind of pick a a new adventure as you move around which is fantastic rather than searching and dropping a message on Facebook and praying for a reply and things like that because that information dis- disappears I mean that's Facebook's great and there's some amazing groups on there but information vanishes down the feed unless you pin it so it's purpose-built for for wild swimming fantastic well thank you very much as as You're a wild welcome. swimmer <laughs> <laughs> and obviously you were saying you've got things in the back of your mind about uh, the information feeds that you're wanting to build in but have you got any other kind of broad plans or developments kind of in the pipeline for it yeah def- there's, there's a bunch of stuff so uh, i've been working with um an organization called adaptive athlete recently which is uh, a group that focuses on accessibility for swimmers and uh, we've we've just launched an update actually to change the way you add a swim spot and update it specifically for accessibility so whereas before it described the area and you could just go and go to that location it now has a lot more information around getting there from like car park to swim spot if you're on crutches or you have a prosthetic for example it's obviously more difficult to get to that water body so it provides a bit more information in that respect and there's a specific accessibility section there to just help people understand how easy is it to actually enter that water? You know, is it really, really muddy? Is it slippy? Like that, that information is really, really important for uh, some people more so than, than others. So we've done a lot of work around uh, accessibility and that update went out 
last week and you can also now filter and I had a few laughs about this like if you wanted to do I mean you pick a combo if you want to do a skinny dip swim in a waterfall with sunset views for example you could filter to that like the, there's <laughs> I wanted to build up the data before I launched filters um and because there's so much data there now you can really tune and find an experience and it's split into what's the the views that you're going to get is the cliff stacks what's the experience like are the flumes or shoots on the river uh, is there a waterfall there so you can kind of uh, pick pick and choose so that's um that's brand new and i'm you know i'm really pleased that we've got that accessibility information in there and if um if anybody uses the app uh, i'd really encourage them to try and add that because it's um really important to kind of build up that that information for for everybody just so just make it as inclusive as as possible brilliant that's a very exciting development yeah that's that one's cool and we've got some new stuff coming out there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've, I've recently partnered with uh, Kerri-Ann Payne and some of her colleagues at uh, Straight Line Swimming as well. For those of you who can't quite place the name, Kerri-Ann Payne is best known as a double open water swimming 10 kilometre world champion and silver Olympic medalist. She is one of the founders of Straight Line Swimming and she produces some fantastic outdoor swimming educational content for the interwebs for both swimmers and coaches. Now, if you're like, yeah, of course, Laura, we all know who Carrie ann Payne is. I am sorry. I just wanted to make sure because she's great. We've partnered and we're developing a new uh, safety feature for open water swimming as, as well. So can't talk about too much uh, detail, but it's it's to really help people assess the safety at, at a whole new level than what you can do on the app uh, today. So Obviously, there's there's a lot of information there to make up your own mind, but this really uh, tunes in when it comes to safety information. Like I work alongside the RNLI, you see RNLI content in there as well. I just want to be extremely careful when it comes to messaging around safety that it comes from the professionals. I mean, you can't get better than the RNLI, and I think Carrie Ann Payne knows a little bit about swimming, <laughs> so it's really uh, it's yeah. So there's going to be a lot of uh, a lot more information there around safety and uh there's there's some other uh, safety features around um kind of informing people where you're going and and how to look out for you and, th- and things like that as well so uh that'll be live in a, in a couple of weeks so uh have a look out for that one i will uh, do that's very exciting i'll be sending out the emails so. <laughs> <laughs> and what about yourself then? Are there any elements from the app that you get to employ? Have you been off on a new adventure based on the information that you've created? I have, yes. So I, uh, my partner's from Ireland and uh, it's probably like Scotland. You just, the, the swims around Birmingham are pretty good, but you don't get the views. But when you go to Ireland and you swim, it's a whole different league. It's just incredible. So, yeah, I, I found some um, swim spots around um, Carlingford Lock. It's probably like every swim in Scotland. It's just beautiful, like mountain views, like incredible water. So, yeah, it was. it's really great just to be able to go to a new place and find a swim because I, kn- I knew you could swim in, the, in some of these places, but, you know, a specific entry point that you get into because it's... Um, you know, there's what three word location there. You know exactly where you're getting in. It's just awesome, mm-hmm. particularly as it's only been online a short period of time to just be able to find that. 
And I'm not saying you can do it everywhere yet. It's quite new, <laughs> but that was pretty cool just to be able to kind of hunt out a swim spot and um, yeah, and enjoy that. So looking forward to to more as as the data set uh, grows as well. One of the one of the main things that I want to achieve with, with the app is, is not only giving people access to free places to swim and all the information that, that comes with that, but particularly under the safety pillar of, of the mission, we want to be able to connect uh, swimmers to professionals in the sport as well. So for coaches, uh, particularly, there's, there's a whole uh, series of updates going to be coming out where you can join as a coach and uh, provide any any services, lessons through through the app as well. So it'll be, it'll be a tool to run your coaching business and for swimmers be able to uh, connect uh, with, with them as, as well. And if you add anything to the app, uh, you get this uh, thing called contributions, it's called. It needs a new name. Um, but essentially, um, that, that will drive like discounts to services through through the coaches as 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 well. Oh, uh, so see, that's good because I was going to ask, what do contributors get out of putting all yes. of their hard-earned information into your app? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, 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 you know, it's, when you're developing these things, it obviously can't, I'd love to bring it all out at once, but it just takes uh, ages to do. But yeah, through, through adding the information, obviously, it's great to share it so people can explore uh, the country and, and places in the world to go, go swimming. But um, it'll also provide discounts to like lots of professional services. And, and for coaches, it's just a, uh, it'll be an easy way to run your business all all coaches will be uh, insured and and verified uh, on on the application as well um yeah it'll just be a super easy way to take bookings that's i mean it's gonna take a little while to get live but uh, in the next couple of months uh, it should be a great resource not only for free uh, swimming but if you want to improve your swimming and connect with with professionals as as well um it'll be a resource for for that fantastic because well. i mean let's face it some of us really really need that <laughs> <laughs> you know what like I, I feel like I'm snaking my way down the pool at the moment so um, I've kind of set set myself a deal that as soon as I launch it then I'll be booking my first coach through through the app it's a little incentive so I'll snake my way down the pool until I get it live incentive to myself to be honest that's exactly what I did the first person I interviewed for wild women was a coach <laughs> just like there you go. Right, there you go. sit here and talk to me and tell me things that I yeah. should probably have picked up in my like <laughs> 20 odd years of swimming outside <laughs> what have I not learned yet and it was brilliant oh that was episode one with inchbagger herself Chris Seifleet back when I had even less idea of what I'm doing than I do now I love getting feedback about new features so if anyone has any ideas I would really encourage them just to drop an email just in terms of your own swimming have you got any plans are you down for any events for the year well I want to do an Ironman next next year so I'm doing a lot of a lot of uh, cycling running and I'm just trying to increase my swimming endurance so I'm doing I'm just doing 2,000 meters a day at the pool at the moment and I'm just really trying to build that up and, and try and work on I actually have this uh, total immersion book here I'm trying to work on the two beat kick and just swim effortlessly you know I've always I've always gone and swam and tried to go really really fast as fast as I can just get like that workout in but trying to slow it down and just be able to do those longer longer distances and conserve my energy so yeah I'm there next next year and I've got my eye on the Henley 
swim festival as, as well it's a 2k river swim which i want to go and do brilliant there's um there's quite a, quite a lot of really great paid venues around by me but just, literally just down the road is the lake where they're doing the commonwealth games mm-hmm. the triathlon for the commonwealth games and you're not actually allowed to swim there but there's uh there's a blue tits group that swim there mm-hmm. um but the, the council work kind of won't allow it so it's a bit of a, a gray area there but it's if the commonwealth games triathlon is there i'm pretty sure it's okay ah yeah you'd like to think so wouldn't you but let me be a negative nelly and tell you a wee story about glasgow's commonwealth games in 2014 let me set the scene it was a glorious summer and i don't think i've ever seen a city have as much fun with a major event bearing in mind that i grew up in edinburgh and had to deal with the edinburgh international festivals every year There was so much sport and sunshine and everyone was happy. Scotland did remarkably well in medals tables. Just about everyone I knew in Glasgow was a volunteer somewhere around the city. I myself was a volunteer dancer for Kylie Minogue in the closing ceremony. I met Tom Daly and he really is that good looking close up. Like I say, it was triple distilled levels of fun. The triathlon was held at Strathclyde Country Park, which has a large man-made loch, which is popular for water sports of all types. Except swimming. It's relatively shallow and suffers from pollution issues, including fertiliser and sewage runoff. So every year, without fail, the blue-green algae takes over. This was true when I was a kid. I used to row there in my teenage years and you weren't allowed in the water. The Great Scottish Swim had been booked there but had cancelled in the run-up to the Games due to the bacteria levels in the water. But rather than take the opportunity to deal with the issues and invest in a legacy outdoor swimming venue, the local council decided to put in temporary filtration barriers so that the route for the swimmers would be clean and clear for the event. And that was it. A lot of newbie swimmers still ask on the local swim groups if Strathclyde is a suitable swim spot, assuming that it must be because, you know, it was a Commonwealth Games swimming venue. But the answer is a profound no. It's bogging. I'm really hoping for Rob and his fellow Midlanders that Birmingham do a better job and create a thriving swim venue. Now that I've pissed on everyone's chips, I think we'd better wrap up. But anyway, thank you so much for your time, Rob. That's been uh, No worries, no worries. Thank okay. you, appreciate Cheers. it. Bye-bye. Thank you so much, Rob. If you want to have a play around with the app yourself, it is available on iOS and Android. If you are an outdoor swimming coach and want to register your interest with Rob, then you can visit swimwild.app and hit become an organiser. The links to the website and the email addresses needed to get in touch directly to feedback about the app are also in the show notes. You can follow Wild Women Pod on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter to see what I'm up to. Send me a message. And if you use the hashtag Wild Women, I do like to share your posts on my stories. If you have two ticks and are feeling very generous of spirit, then please leave a review for the podcast. It will help others to find the show and make me feel genuine feelings. And that is a rare and special treat. If you are a very lucky human and have two extra ticks, could you do me a favour and share this episode with the wild wimmers in your life? Sharing is caring after all, and it's time to show all of your pals that you have excellent pod chat. You can buy me a coffee and contribute to my goal of covering the production costs of wild women at ko-fi slash wildwomen. A wee donation really does make a massive difference in helping the pod show going. Thank you, as always, to Mary St. Mary of the Housecoat Project for allowing me to use the theme music. You can find the links to their work and everything else that we have talked about today in the show notes. Until next time, why don't you pick up the phone and call somebody you love?